All that is visible must grow beyond itself and extend into the realm of the invisible. Welcome to the post-credit pursuit. Starting it off deep, pretty deep. Uh, that, of yeah. course, from the hit 1980. I don't want to butcher the date. I'm going to say 1984, uh, the okay. original Tron movie. I know, I know, it was in the 80s. 1982. Okay, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. close. I remember the uh, the more modern one coming out. I like that one. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a long time. I haven't seen either one in a long time, but I didn't didn't mind the newer one. Tron Legacy, I yeah. think it was. That's what it's called. Did you ever play the game? I think so. Tron Evolution. I, can, I have like a weird memory of playing the game. I had it for the 360, and I, because I, I remember getting it at GameStop. It was like a $20. Yeah. Because uh, the game had been out for a while, but you got this $20 bundle that had the game, and then it had a... Uh, it, it was like a cool stand, like a little case, and it had a light cycle. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. With like a little pla- glass plastic uh, cover over it, and then it had a drawer that you could keep the the copy your copy of the game in. Oh, that's pretty cool. I think actually. it's still down. Yeah, I think it's still down in my parents' house. I need to. Was, are like um, are like amiibos still a thing? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I think they still make new amiibos. That's pretty cool. I always thought those were cool. Like, I uh, I see people that have insane like amiibo collections. Yeah, and I think that that would be cool to have because the they're always like made so well. Yeah, and then you can like yeah put it, them in the game and then you can play. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's so cool. Yes, yeah, they put out some for games. It gives you like little special things here and there, and then I think some like what? I think Shovel Knight allowed you to. Yeah. To do some multiplayer stuff with their amiibos, I think. What game was it that's like the first one to do that? I think I don't know. It's Skylanders. Like a, is it Skylanders? I know. Me and my brother used to play Skylanders, and it had it for the. I think he had it for his 360, and it had like a portal that came yeah. with it, and you oh, plug yeah, it in yeah. by USB, and it had Spyro was like oh, one of the main yeah, characters yeah, yeah. in it, but. You you could get the the Skylander toys and put them on the portal and that's how you got them in game. You you had to get the figures. Yeah. I was I was thinking like something like Disney. There was some like Disney game. It was, it was like Infinity. A, yeah 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 Disney Infinity. And it was like a sandbox kind of. I remember playing that because I think my brother also had it and I remember it being a lot of fun. Yeah, because the sandboxy style it, it, it was well, it was cool to like play as any Disney character. Yeah. Well, that you had at least, and like all the different Disney yeah. Ones, I guess. yeah, yeah, Disney. I'm surprised Disney doesn't have like 15 games like that. Looks like the most recent Disney Infinity was in 2015. So, jeez, R.I.P. Yeah, not to Infinity, mm. <laughs> barely beyond. Yeah, <laughs> made it to the beyond. I uh, I'm hearing good things about Lightyear. Yeah, so am I. Uh, did it do okay? I think it's like done okay in the box office. Not great. I think it 
I don't know. It's it's still fighting Top Gun, and I know the new Jurassic World is probably yeah putting up decent numbers. Don't know if it beat out Jurassic World or not. Yes. Which I I would like to see Jurassic World. I forgot that it was out, but yeah, um, underwhelms with fifty one million dollar debut. That's underwhelming apparently for Lightyear. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean it's it's going up against literally like two different nostalgia. Yeah, I saw a bunch of stuff that well, was it's like, nostalgia itself, but it's, no, it's weirdly it's nostalgia we haven't seen yet. Yeah, like um. It really just had like a tough weekend because, I mean, it was Father's Day weekend. Um, All the dads probably want to go see Top Gun. Yeah, and and, and Top Gun and Jurassic World are out. So, and and it felt like people kind of were iffy about the movie, like in general. I think people are confused as to what it is. Yeah. I'm. Isn't it just like a? It's supposed to be. Buzz Lightyear, the action figures, like, origin story. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, yeah, it's just, it's not, I, I I can't wait to see where people fit it into the, the Pixar timeline thing. Yeah. Because we, I, I think me and Jordan, and I think my buddy John were talking about this, because Jordan seemed to think that it was a movie like Andy from Toy Story, yeah. Could ostensibly see the movie Lightyear in the Toy Story universe. Oh, yeah. yeah and like yeah. the toys are based on the movie, it also in that universe. But I think it's just like, like, you know how, how take cars, for instance, move about talking cars. Yeah. Uh, how it's supposed to happen, like, s- way down into the future in the oh, Pixar yeah, yeah. timelines, like, because it's cars that talk. I think this is like one of those cool things that happened like way in the past, or like yeah. a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess you got to yeah. see it to find yeah, out. Yeah, maybe. Go, I don't go know. see Lightyear. Tell us how it is. We're, it looks cool. It uh, look- the trailer was pretty, pretty hyped. But yeah, I, uh, I want to see the new Jurassic World too, but you kind of you kind of have to jurassic the jurassic park franchise is weird and we'll tell you what we're talking about this episode in just a second i guess but the jurassic park franchise is weird because you've got the people who are in it for i guess the story purposes and then they're the people who are in it for solely just the dinosaurs i saw uh it, it it became a meme but it started out as like a serious post of someone like i'm glad that jurassic park is is finally over that way big science can't get, oh my gosh <laughs> keep pushing dinosaurs down our throat I, I love jurassic park and i really like the first jurassic world movie uh the second one could be cool it has cool scenes in it but it's just horribly written the writing in that yeah. movie is horrible but i'm worried that this new one is also going to be relatively the same yeah but jurassic park kind of leads into a decent segue uh because when the first jurassic park movie came out and even today in 2022 the effects in that movie are so freaking good yeah they're incredible for the time period and just like in general like i couldn't imagine how much work went into 
those and they're mostly practical right oh uh, yeah a lot of that a lot of the stuff in the first one is mm-hmm. and i think that's where you kind of go wrong and i obviously i think uh I don't think everything should be practical yeah. just because that's harder. Practical is more fun. I think it's it's definitely more cool. And I don't think that's like a controversial thing to say. I think people kind of agree on that. Yeah. But some of this stuff, like it, it just makes, it makes such a difference when uh, you can tell something's actually there. Yeah. And like actors are actually interacting with, something yeah. that looks like what it's supposed to be which that's not to say that cgi can't be done in such a way to make you feel that way because yeah i've seen it done well, pretty successfully like that i think I, it's so weird because like i think and it's not i guess video games have such a different standard yeah i mean it's literally all cgi so of course but like i like like you can get nowadays, you can't before, but like nowadays you can get really good performances out of video game actors. I've I've noticed now too that they're starting to incorporate a lot of more motion, like full motion capture for a lot of this stuff. So they're they're using actors' likenesses in games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna kill me that I can't remember this guy's name off the top of my head, but he is in Shameless and he plays Cal Kestis in Yeah, I can't Fallen remember Order. his name either. Uh just him doing that game has has opened up so many doors for him. Yeah. Especially with Disney now where they're doing a lot of these shows and like live action, you know, premieres of some of these characters. He's got it made because he's got games that he can do for as long as he wants and yeah. uh it's not going to be difficult to, for him to like turn around and play that same character just for a TV show because, yeah. I mean, what does he have to do? Put his costume on? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean... Well, it's got to be even cooler because he actually would get a costume instead yeah. of just being, you know, in a Yeah, he would actually get... Yeah, because they... I think they've, they're starting to allow you to get his uh, lightsaber at, the, at Disney oh, that's Land cool. or whatever. Yeah, and he, he's got a cool saber, too. Have you ever played that game? No, I want to. I'm probably going to buy the second one and just play it when it comes out. Dude, no. I want to get a PS5. No, it's not on Game Pass. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, was, that game looks great. The The first one's really, really good. I mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. It's a Souls-like game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very Souls-light. <laughs> it, 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 the, the most difficult mode is very similar to dark souls it's very very difficult <laughs> yeah i never i never tried it on the most difficult but i'd like to but i, I i'm kind of a a wuss when it comes to games like that just because mm. I, I like to i like to be able to jump in and like go if i if i'm not like that's what that's what kind of drew me away from the newest assassin creed games i okay. like them and i played through them but in the old ones, like, doesn't matter the level of the person. Like, yeah. your hidden blades, your hidden blade. But in this one, if the if your enemy's a level or two, like not even five or ten, like a level or two above you, when you when you go to like get yeah. them with your hidden blade, it will take their health down to like you just got to hit them one more time. But, but they still. just throw you off, and it's like, come on, yeah, I, I, it's it it makes me sound stupid because it's like oh i don't like a challenge but like sometimes i don't no i i don't especially with assassin's creed man i miss 
I like the newer games. I think that they've got like a good thing going, but like I miss being able to just hit like two buttons and have the coolest animation where I kill a dude in the most fantastic way ever. Looking back, it's like, were we really having fun? You get into a fight and if you just press B at the right time during any fight in some of those early games. Insta kill. <laughs> it's just the coolest like block, kill, block, kill. Like, but, but that was badass. so fun. It was <laughs> yeah. so fun and so fluid. And, uh, Epic Games just had a sell, and I got uh, kind of a low, a sleeper Assassin's Creed hit that you don't hear a lot of people talk about. Assassin's Creed Syndicate in the in Victorian era London, hmm. uh, bro. That one flopped because of the 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 bugs and stuff. Yeah, I think it was buggy when it first. Because I I had it when it, I pre ordered it and I got it yeah. when it first came out. I remember it being a little buggy, but because uh, I think it was. So Unity was the first like next gen. It was like the first PS4 one, yeah. and it was bugged out of hell. Like yeah, it was kind of unplayable there for a while. Go back and play it. It's not bad. It's yeah. really cool. It's French Revolution stuff. Like the the parkour is amazing. Yeah, sweet. They were like, are we are in one. France. Parkour, no. <laughs> I need. I need to. I want to go back and play all of them. They're so good. Here, Ubisoft, I need you to listen real quick. I bought all of the Assassin's Creed games for on Steam, and you you made me make a Uplay account. That was fine. And I continued to play, and then I bought Assassin's Creed uh, the Valhalla, and I had to have a Uplay account. And I tried to log into my normal one, and it was gone. So now I can't play any of the Assassin's Creed games because the the account disappeared. I can only play Valhalla and I'm very angry. Please, someone get back to me. Come on, Ubisoft. I spent like fifty dollars. Did the you fact. get one of the cool like? It has like seven or eight Assassin's Creed games in it on Steam. Because um, I've seen packs yeah. like that before, and I've like come this close because I wanted. I just love to play through. I wanted to play all of them in a row, and I bought them. And another thing, the older ones, they give you a code that you have to put in. So the code doesn't work anymore. So Ubisoft, please. That's so dumb. I will say I like the stuff Ubisoft does sometimes, but they they're kind of wacky with with the whole like Ubisoft club and yeah, the account stuff like that. I wish they would merge with them. I wish they instead of doing the their pass, they would just go to either Game Pass or another company that it would be a gold mine of games because like which the, I think the whole joke with Ubisoft anyway is that they just reskin their games and, and put them out under new titles yeah. but I love the Far Cry games some of them yeah love the Assassin's Creed games most of them I love the Assassin's Creed games uh, Syndicate is st- it still holds up the it's probably got some of the best music of any of the Assassin's Creed games because it's like turn of the century like victorian england so like there's a lot of violins and like very like london sounding music it's so cool characters are so cool blew me away what what is it origins 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 i played through origins a lot when it first came out and i really liked it 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 was different and i didn't like some of the differences because that was the first one that they jumped to the new stuff with but it it was really cool it blew me away visually it was amazing visually that's one of the best looking games i've ever played in my entire life sometimes i would i don't think ride through the desert and yeah. just look climb on top of a pyramid and just be like 
the photo the introduction of the photo mode goes yeah. hard odyssey in some in some instances more beautiful than origins because you're in ancient greece the yeah. water is so cool in origins like it, it just looks so good yeah or um odyssey odyssey which the water looks good in origins too it's just dark well hold on scary like a step down visually Listen, to me maybe it's just the time like or the place but video game companies need to figure out snow i'm telling you right now if they could figure out snow they could make some of the most beautiful games ever made assassin's but, creed 3 had some decent snow physics but it was decent snow me. physics for an xbox 360 ps3 yeah uh i did i have played the remaster but i can't remember if the the snow held up or if they switched that but this is all on topic to cgi by the way so yeah yeah because <laughs> In a lot of these movies now, and I I don't want this to be an episode about advocating for practical versus uh, computer-generated graphics because you, you, you can do either or. Uh, yeah. it, it's all about the resources you have and the, the money you have and the time you have. Because uh, I think CGI can be great, but it can really pull from the experience, I think. Uh, for instance... Talk about the movie Avatar, right? Yeah. Came out in 2009, and it was apparently the greatest thing that has ever been apparently, created. Yeah. Listen, I don't hate on Avatar, right? What? Maybe it was because it was just the time period. Maybe an entire movie hadn't been done that way yeah i guess that was the big whoop uh i don't really remember i remember watching it and everything and like thinking it was cool but i don't i don't ever remember getting like fully on the hype train for avatar yeah because you had andy circus and and Gollum with lord of the rings that was all before avatar that was kind of you know ahead of its time yeah but doing a whole movie that way it's very impressive and avatar looked really really good it still for 2009 up. i does it I think it does. I mean, I, I need to rewatch. I haven't seen it in a very long time. Uh, I mean, any of these pictures just make me think like totally holds up. I mean, yeah, that looks good. That looks like it could be made today. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? Right. I I get that I can be watching that, and I understand that I am watching performances from humans. Yeah. Like they do have to get some sort of facial expression from them and movement from like the motion capture and stuff, but it still just feels like I'm watching a video game. Yeah, and like video- And it's and it's still enjoyable. It's still entertaining and I still love it. But the new Marvel movies I love the Marvel movies. Uh I've always been an advocate for them. Uh people like I feel like if you don't if you're not if you're not seeing the people trash talk it then you probably just don't see the trash talk at all. Yeah. But like Marvel gets trash talked a lot. Absolutely. Especially with some of the like the new list with this new phase after Endgame, I knew it was going to be one of these things where like people were just going to dog on anything they put out because obviously nothing was going to be as good as Endgame uh, there yeah. for a little bit. But I mean that's that's just true. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to you've just reset you're on a new chapter kind of you know so like you have to build back up to the next in-game level event but i've I've been trying to keep a positive outlook with some of this new mcu stuff because wandavision came out i thought the effects on it were cool they were subpar to a marvel movie yeah but it was also a lower budget six episode show 
but I don't think the CGI in or any of the effects for that matter in WandaVision were bad. No. Uh, so I was like, okay, this still looks like Marvel to me, I guess. So like, yeah. it's cool. But as, as we've gotten further down the line, uh, and, and like these movies are really good and I like them, but I hate when I have to watch like a 10 minute scene where I can just clearly tell that they're just in a green screen room or something yeah. like, and I don't know if it's because I'm just looking for it or I'm too hyper vigilant for it, but like some of it, some of the like the screening that they do looks bad. Like you can tell they look like yeah. superimposed onto yeah. the background sometimes. Absolutely. And it's like, not only are you Marvel, Marvel studios, like you're also Disney now. Like, I, I get that you're you're pumping out these movies all the time and you're doing these shows all the time. It's nonstop, nonstop, but you've you've got to put a little bit more effort into some of that stuff because and maybe I'm just piggy, but like that can ruin it for me sometimes. Like yeah, it takes no, away from like such cool scenes. Especially when we've already seen like really good stuff. Yeah. To then the, suddenly be back to oh we're just superimposed on a background now. I see. The the effects in the first Iron Man movie, really, really good. Yeah. And a lot of the effects in some of the early ones are really good. And I even like the later ones up until Endgame and the effects in Infinity War I feel are pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh the Russo brothers do a good job with that. Some of the like Guardians of the Galaxy effects. I, I, and I get that you're in space, right? right? So so it's hard to, yeah. I guess, want to make 15 different practical sets. But like some of, some of those, I don't know. I don't know. No, and I, I hate to sound because beggars can't be choosers. But Well, yeah, I think it's okay up to the point that it becomes distracting. Like something has to pick up for you to either not notice the the weirdness going on yeah. in the background or fix the weirdness so it doesn't um, distract from what you're trying to do on screen. And I think I'm I'm glad that Marvel doesn't have necessarily a character that has to be like motion capped all the time because I I really think well, I think I still think we're s such a long way away from getting like accurate human faces like facial expressions in yeah. motion capture and stuff because it's so like difficult that it's a lot to animate mm -hmm. like and it's different when you have like a a non-human animated like ro yeah. rocket which rocket wasn't mo-capped but they had someone there on set to take yeah. their places and stuff like that like that's different that's i don't expect you to try to do a practical like yeah puppet for a movie like that yeah. but it's it's when like it's when i have to watch spider-man fight but i'm not seeing i'm not seeing anyone do a single thing on screen it's it's too animated you know yeah just just just, just put him in like and I maybe I understand for a fight because I guess it's harder to do, and on the scale that these fights are getting in the in the in these comic book movies now, yeah. like yeah, it's you're not going to be able to do it all practical yeah. stunts. But even when you've got Spider Man just kind of hanging out or doing something without his mask on, 
I get if he's in an iron spider suit or I get if it's like a nanotech suit or whatever, but like put him in something real so I can like, yeah, <laughs> in no way home when you see like when Toby and Andrew are like, you know, just kind of sitting there and like they've got their shoulders raised, you can see their costume bunch up and there's yeah. just something like that's oh, that's awesome to me. Like, yeah, they're, they're not just wearing some like black leotard with, <laughs> you know, little spots all over it or something like the the costume designer that you've hired for your production uh was able to give you their money's worth yeah and, and you know make something cool for this person to wear like it's it's just so much and then like they um because they did the thing like in the trailer where they like edit weird yeah. things together yeah and I, they wouldn't have to do that crap if they just would make a trailer and yeah. not a, a tr that would be a good episode topic. We we each need to bring in like five trailers or something that we think yeah. is like prime example of a trailer. Yeah. Something that doesn't give any story away, but lets you know enough about what this movie is gonna be that, you know. I'm I'm tired of watching three minute long trailers where I'm like, oh. So now I just have to guess a fourth of the movie. Yeah. I don't know what's happening in a fourth of this movie now. That kind of blows. Yeah, but then like they edited like I mean I'm sure you've seen like the while before No Way Home was coming out, everyone was speculating like oh, yeah, who's yeah. gonna be in it. And the there's one shot from the trailer where he is like punching something else and it's like, oh wait, that's not he's going yeah. the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, there's like the the lizard gets kicked by something invisible yeah. and they're like hmm yeah so like i, I don't know why Which, we can't just have a, a normal trailer no way home was was a whole other beast i feel like because there was just so much hype drummed up around that movie yeah. for what a whole year before it even got released i i still like to believe my head canon is that kevin feige didn't plan to put any other spider-man in that movie at all and uh saw that literally everyone on the planet all kind of like subconsciously agreed that yeah we all believe that that's going to happen so yeah. like he was like sweating calling everyone back in like we got to make this happen or, or i think they'll literally riot and destroy disney for like <laughs> toby yeah <laughs> please really. I'll, I'll literally give you my house man <laughs> i'll pay you whatever disney pays you plus plus something I'll, out of pocket i'll ban me. all paparazzi from yeah, really. ever being <laughs> You'll never be bothered again, Toby. I swear. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, I I still I can still enjoy that, and yeah. But it and it is just kind of disheartening sometimes. Yeah, I've um, I've got something. I've got a, an article pulled up here of uh, fifteen movies ruined by bad CGI. Okay. Let's see, hold on. I did have it pulled up. See if I know any of these. Yeah, go ahead and. Uh, I'm trying to like name a couple that you think. See, that's what I'm. I'm trying to see off the top of my head any. if I can think. I'm trying to think of a movie that like had such bad seeds. Mm. Was it a uh, one of the Mummy movies? Has to be on there. Mm -hmm. One of the or the one with the Rock where he turns oh, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. Scorpion King, and it literally looks like poopy. 
<laughs> like it, it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. It's it's the final cut too. Yeah, he like transforms into a scorpion king, and it's it looks like a PlayStation One game or something. It's nice. it's bad. That we, we've already mentioned one. Mentioned at the top. I'm gonna show you how bad my memory is. Movie ruined by bad CGI that we've mentioned at the top of the episode. What 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 movie? Tron Legacy. Okay, so have have you seen? I've seen bits and pieces of it. It's it's it it was way 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 ahead of the whole like yeah. uh, de aging uh, an actor for a role hmm. or like you know they they done it in Star Wars there and that kind of I think led the way for a lot of it Disney you know started doing yeah. they done it with Tarkin and and Leia and everything but the Jeff Bridges gets gets the de-aging treatment in Tron yeah. Legacy and uh I, now that you mention it I do remember it being kind of kind of ugly yeah. yeah the number 15 on its list is Hulk Ang Lee's Hulk there's some funky CGI in that but I mean come on that came out in what 2005 yeah this one I I, I can see um the the Battle of the Five, Ar- the five Armies the Hobbit those movies were bad not bad those movies had problems for a myriad of reasons yeah I'm trying I've only seen each of the Hobbit movies like well I've only seen the Battle of Five Armies once the other two I've only seen maybe twice Mm -hmm. I don't remember I remember the CGI but I don't remember was it pretty bad in Five Armies there are some times where it's like rough Whereas that almost be, like borderline worse than the original geez. three. That might be like a compilation I look up here later because I, like I said, I remember it, but I yeah, because like a, the the dwarves always like as soon as like any combat starts, it looks they just look like a cartoon of themselves. They can like bounce off of each other. Yeah, they, and and that's so sad because the makeup and the like the practical like special effects makeup and stuff in those movies are so good yeah but you it's like dang they really had to go through what seven hours of makeup for to just stand there they don't even get to do much it's rough because well yeah the and then like the biggest thing was a lot of what peter jackson did with perspective and everything like that they were just like um no let's just do it with that's too hard let's do it with cgi that'll make it easier gosh and it ended up ended up looking much worse they said oh this will look a lot more cool and everyone was like bro you made ian mckellen cry on set because none of this is real (laughs) reevaluate yourself for real like i said those first the first three lord of the rings movies the first three i guess the only three uh there's something else man they i've always said that they feel like a giant stage play almost yeah. as far as like how practical it all feels there is the animated movie there is the animated movie i think it's all three books in one right is it i think so dang but it's i've actually like, never watched it and I, I, I need to i haven't i've listened to um 
what was it? I can't remember. Um, I think it was Sean Aston talking about how like he he watched it and like he asked Peter Jackson. He was like, "Are we supposed to act like this?" <laughs> Peter's like, "No, no, we're doing something a bit different here." Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I need to. That that's a crazy crazy animated movie because there's like a lot of like rotoscoped real stuff in the beginning. I yeah, think, and it's just apparently it was kind of ahead of its time, but still not. Some of that animation is scary looking though. Yeah, even if it's not supposed to try, like if it's not trying to be. Yeah, um, number eleven is like it's Gods of Egypt. I remember seeing ads for this movie. I never watched it though. The dude with a name. That I'm pretty sure is Ian, but there's an O in it. He played Mr. Fantastic in the uh, the early Fox Fantastic Four movies. Mm-hmm. He's in that movie, Gods of Egypt. Yeah. And it was one of those... I remember when it came out. I've never seen it, but I remember it came out during like the, the Clash of the Titans, Wrath of the Titans, whole like... Yeah. Everything is about Greek gods now. Everything is... Yeah, it, yeah it's like... All every adult in the world saw that their kids were into Percy Jackson and thought, <laughs> "We want something like that." Yeah, give us something cool. Yeah, but I, I remember like it's around the same time of like, um, uh, crap, Exodus that movie, Exodus Gods and Kings. Yeah, yeah, which I'm excited for the new Percy Jackson Disney Plus show because oh, yeah, Rick yeah. Riordan's like helping. He's like helping with like the screen play process oh, and everything okay. and like uh which I, I think he came out and said that he didn't like the the movies that they i like the two percy jackson yeah movies. They were the, the, i thought they were cool and that's something else too like i want to go back and reread those books mm-hmm. i can't bring myself to do it because i i don't think i still have childlike whimsy like I, i'll, I'll yeah. still buy figurines and like you know collect stuff like that and and be goofy but i don't think i can bring myself to put my mind in a place where i can read a book where the first sentence is my name is percy jackson and i am 12 (laughs) i'm like man it's been a long time since i was 12 yeah but i don't know maybe i just need to give it a shot uh and like those books were also written for uh like young young teen yeah you know but i i like the movies yeah the movies were good i thought um, I I can't really remember them, but I remember liking them. Maybe I was just really attracted to Alexandra Daddario, mm. the girl that played Annabeth. I I can vaguely remember. I'm trying to think of something else. She's in uh, the new Baywatch and stuff like that. But I always thought she was very pretty when I was a young lad. Yeah, Still do. She's a very pretty girl. What's the What's the Number 10, and we're getting into... The nitty-gritty now. Yeah. Top 10. The Transformers franchise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I love those movies. I, I, I can't lie to you. I don't like the Mark Wahlberg ones, unfortunately. Okay. But the first three, guilty, guilty entertainment there for me. That's fair. I mean, it's Michael Bay. What's, not, what's there not to love? A lot. You like Michael Bay? No. I I hate Michael Bay. I want to like Michael Bay so bad. He's done good things. He's done decent things, but but I mean, I, I, I don't think, I don't even necessarily think 
the CGI in Transformers is all that bad. It's just too much. You can't tell what's going on. Yeah. That's that's what undoes it because like when you that's why Bumblebee was better yeah. because when Bumblebee transforms he's not just some like you had to look at so many different moving parts on those robots in the oh, first yeah, three yeah, movies. Yeah. You know what I mean like Megatron had a face but it just looked like a someone had bashed a TV in with a bat a few times. <laughs> you know what I mean like it was just too much. Too much going on. But I mean it looked cool. The explosions yeah. in those movies are cool. I justify explosions in the Transformers movies, but I didn't watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one that he did because I knew it would just be so yeah. bad. I think Michael Bay had the best verse on uh, in, in the epic rap battles. I don't know if I've seen his epic rap um, battle. It uh, starts out as Hitchcock versus Steven Spielberg. Then um, Tarantino comes in. Then... Um, What's the other one? Uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Kubrick. Um, then he comes in and they all make fun of Michael Bay and then he comes in and blows them all up. Blows them all up pretty much. <laughs> I'll have to watch that one. There's a bunch of those that I've kind of missed out on too. But I, I can see I can see where people get that. I don't know if it ruined the movies, but... Nine is Green Lantern. Never a, a typical tell. So I, I would advise you to look up scenes from Green Lantern because not only is his entire suit CGI, but his like his mask will that just covers, you know, it's like yeah. a Robin mask, completely CGI. And it looks horrible. The Green Lantern suit would be so easy to do and they just try to do too much with it as well. Like it. Oh, yeah. It's like it pulsates green. It has like it's it like looks like it moves or something like that. It's just it's so bad. But that's another movie, too, where anytime they're somewhere not on Earth, they're, they, they're standing on something that was built by the stage people. Yeah. And then everything else is just heavy green screen. Yeah. Yeah, I think that one probably deserves to be on the list. A lot of the aliens look bad, but then again, Sinestro is like practical makeup and he looks kind of cool. Yeah. But they they literally mess up on his suit is like the biggest thing. So like, of course you're gonna his power you're gonna have to have crazy CGI like he didn't literally make anything with that ring but yeah if you messed up on the suit there's there's no redeeming for you yeah because it just looks funny all the time like everything looks funny have you seen the Deadpool movies either one of them mm -hmm. like for it to be an, like enough of a joke for Ryan Reynolds to poke fun at it for as long as he has like, yeah you you gotta know you've messed up somewhere yeah number eight's an interesting one i think this one's polarizing <laughs> literally uh the polar express unintentional pun there if you believe in hell <laughs> i would imagine that it is a 24 7 viewing and experiencing <laughs> it like it's a whole 40 quadruple bazillion d whatever they have in hell experience of the polar express <laughs> fuck that movie bro i hate that movie it is the worst movie i think i've ever seen okay i like that movie you like the polar express i don't like love it but i don't mind it 
I, I, I couldn't tell you why I have such strong feelings about that movie. Maybe it's because we literally watched it every fucking day in elementary school during any time it was cold. That movie played every single day for any class. That's and fair. I, and I'm sure the first time I watched it, I'm sure I loved it. Yeah. I'm sure the second time, it was still just as good as the first time. But I, I refuse to watch that movie now. And it like to the point where I've I'm I've made some of my friends mad. Like last year, the year before, we were wanting to watch Christmas movies or something like that. And I will watch any Christmas movie you put in front of me. But I will not watch the Polar Express any more than I already have. I've watched it enough for like many, many, many men's lifetimes. Okay. And I just don't think it's good. It's scary. The kids are scary. They are kind of weird. They look like corpses. It's bad. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I kind of like, I think it's funny to kind of just. Tom Hanks, Tom, that movie. <laughs> have you seen the, the, the previews for that new A24 movie, Men? Mm -hmm. Where like the same actor plays every, yeah, every guy in that. Like that movie looks great. The Polar Express is Tom Hanks uh, men movie <laughs> because I, I, it, it, that's, it's just got to be hell to me. Having Tom Hanks as every adult on this Christmas train. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Even, he's even the hobo, right? Yeah. Is hobo okay to say? I think so. He's even the displaced person. I, I, I will say, if there's any redeeming quality to that movie, it's when he skis down the top of the train. Yeah, I, that is that is pretty cool. But other than that, like the main character is kind of a whiny little bitch. The girl is kind of a whiny little bitch. Everyone's whiny, and the little Eugene nerdy kid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is the whiniest bitch of them all. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do have a vivid memory, and I, I, the scene I have to watch it if I if I see it. Uh, the, the scene where the train has to stop and they have to pull on the dude. the dude's beard. I mean, that just <laughs> yeah. kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It, it, I don't know. I don't know. It feels. So I'll, weird. I'll tell you this. Can't take my eyes off. I'll. Uh, as much as I hate it, as much as I don't want to do it. Okay. I'll make a pact right now. Okay. When we start to feel the crisp sting of winter air in these mountains okay and uh snow starts to fall and, and you know we hear those sleigh bells ringing this uh, year that's a yeah, that's a loophole snow's never gonna fall again uh, <laughs> it honestly might not uh so when we wish that snow would fall and we hear those sleigh bells ring those sleigh bells ring ring ringing i will watch the polar express so we can do an episode on it okay. an in an in-depth because I need to do this. We, I, I've wanted to do an in-depth... <laughs> battle in this demon. Yeah, I, I've been wanting to battle this demon of doing an in-depth review of the Polar Express and like fully articulating professionally why I just can't stand this piece of shit. Garbage, <laughs> fire can... I, I, I'm not saying I love the movie. I just... I don't mind. It's like it's it's it falls. It, it's one of those movies that like it falls in with all the other Christmas movies for me. They are okay. <laughs> but see, I disagree. I think there's some Christmas movies that could be like best pictures. You know what I mean? Like which ones? It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, that movie's. I I love that. I like which that movie. I, which I it's could better than the Polar Express. <laughs> 
absolutely. And and that might be a cheap answer because I mean it's I think it's kind of widely regarded as a one of the better ones, mm-hmm. but like I like that movie as just a movie and not a Christmas yeah. movie. Like I could watch that movie in August, you know what I mean, and yeah. still like it. But uh I I agree. Most Christmas movies I do feel the same way about and they're all just kind of oh yeah, it's Christmas, you know what I mean? Yeah. I do have a soft spot for Jim Carrey's Grinch though. That's one of my favorite ones. And see like there are people like <clears throat> Jordan who just don't like Jim Carrey. So they can't which I think Jordan likes that one, but there's some people like who just don't like Jim Carrey and can't bring themselves to like that movie. Mm-hmm. But I think the Jim Carrey one is better than the original like animated yeah, Doctor Seuss one for sure. Absolutely. My buddy Nick would like knock me out for saying that. But I I, I don't know. There's it's funny. <laughs> it's it's great. Acting in it is phenomenal. One of Jim Carrey's best roles. I I do um this is probably for a Christmas episode and I'm gonna bring it back up whenever we talk about it. But um the one scene where she sings the song, I don't know why they left that in that movie. In in The Grinch. The Grinch where she sings the song. Where are you Christmas? Duh, the only freaking song that's in the movie. Why couldn't I think of Where Are You yeah. Christmas? Why can't I find you? Why have you gone away? <laughs> yeah, that's a weird little scene. I don't like, know who you, It was felt in like a music video, right? Because <laughs> yeah. like she's just kind of sitting there by the window. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about the I forgot Where Are You Christmas. That and like most child singers. I... Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. I I'm not saying I She's I great in the movie. But it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Screw you, Polar Express. I wish you'd never gotten made. You're fine. It's a weird acid trip that I I can't. It's the closest thing to acid I'll ever ever do. (laughs) Yeah, really. I just. I I don't want to do drugs, but I just. I'm so curious. Here slides across a DVD (laughs) copy of the Polar Express. Check this out. Let me know how you feel after that one, man. <laughs> Nothing looks the same. You might want a trip sitter there with you in, t- in case it gets too crazy for you, yeah, dude. Just don't let it be Jared. Let someone, he might. <laughs> let someone calm you down. If someone wa- if someone watched uh, the Polar Express with me and I was to be their trip sitter, I would just look at them the whole time and be like, nightmare, 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 nightmare. Tom Hanks is going to eat you. Death, death. Santa's a demon. Tom Hanks is in your eyeballs. Why don't you pull him out? <laughs> That's what watching that movie makes me want to do. On to the next. To the next. I, there, there will be no movie yeah. left on this list that I will dislike more than The Polar Express. Number seven is X Men Origins. I haven't seen that one either. A lot of things I haven't seen. <sighs> that, that one's a bad one. Mm. Deadpool's in that one too. Ryan Reynolds Deadpool, but oh, they. Okay. I didn't know that. It's. They, uh. So. Ryan Reynolds makes the joke. He goes back and he kills himself after reading the Green Lantern oh. <laughs> script, and he goes back into X Men Origins and kills that version of Deadpool because they just screw him up. But yeah, the the effects in that one are kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Cool scenes in that movie, but it's definitely one of the worst X Men movies. Movie that I've never even heard of, Lost in Space, the original one, uh, a TV adaptation. I've not seen that one. So if that was from like the classic early 90s. Classic 90s. I remember that one. Uh, like I don't remember. I think it came out before I was born. But I, I've, I've seen the like the 
not the trailer, but like the poster for it. I don't have any info about that one. Uh, number five, we're getting in the top five now. The Matrix Reloaded. Have I seen the Matrix? I think I've only ever seen the first Matrix movie. I haven't seen any of them. I wouldn't know. That would have been a good one to watch for for like CGI stuff, which yeah. we need to, we, we should probably do like a whole Matrix couple episodes and watch all of them because I've, yeah. I think I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen any. I just know. I remember hearing that the, the effects in the later ones are kind of bad, which kind of yeah. sucks because the first one was so groundbreaking. Yeah, it was stuff. They did the whole like the bullet cam and yeah, everything like bullet cam, bullet cool time, stuff. all that stuff. Yeah, bullet time. I bet. Um, the Mummy trilogy, I, which I, I will say, the first Mummy doesn't have that bad. Like it's it's early CGI, so like it's all probably going to look bad to today's standards. But the worst is when the rock turns into the scorpion. Yeah, that, that's that, that the picture for it, and I'm like, yeah, that that looks like a it looks bad. Game. Yeah. This one, I don't know how it ever made it to number three and why it's even it's a freaking kids TV movie, uh, Spy Kids 3D. But that, that puts me in a good point because didn't like a quarter of the scenes in Doctor Str- in the new Doctor Strange feel, feel like, like scenes Spy from... Kids 3D. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean when like you can really tell that they're in a green... They're in front of a green screen and spy kids, but like some of these new scenes in these new superhero movies and stuff are feeling the same way. Yeah, that kind of sucks. I like Spy Kids 3D. I used to, I had the copy that it came with 3D glasses, and I would sit like an inch from my TV during the race scene. And when she throws these like electric sticks, (laughs) I would like dodge them because it it looked cool. Had Shark Boy and Lava Girl with the 3D glasses. I had it, but I don't think I had the 3D version. Yeah, they came with uh, one pair with Shark Shark, Boy and with Lava Girl, and they were like different shapes. That was. That's got to be on the list, yeah. right? No, it's not. I I like that movie. I mean, I mean, <laughs> not anymore. But like, I I'm trying I to think. That. I guess the effects in it would have been a little bit better because Spy Kids 3D. I, I when do, he first goes into the game world, like it looks like it shouldn't have been made. I feel like Spy Kids the, the um, Sharp Point Live was before Spy Kids 3D, wasn't? I think so. But Sharp Point um, Lava Girl just feels like a. Like a Spy Kids yeah. spinoff. I mean, I feel like it did have like some. It definitely did have like weird. Which Robert Rodriguez, yeah, dude, I, can do, direct the hell out of a good kids movie. Like he he knows the cool shit to do in in kids movies like that. Sharp Boy, the Adventures of Sharp Boy and Lava Girl in 3D. Um, came out in 2003. Five, five. Maybe I'm wrong. Spy Kids maybe came out before. Or at least Spike Kids 3D. Spike Kids, the first one was 2001. Jeez. Oh, yeah, it's 2003. My bad. No, I was wrong. I was mistaken. 3D was in 2003? Mm-hmm. Dang, they pumped those movies out one after the other three yeah. years. Um, I don't know. I feel like for those movies, though, I mean, they're kids' movies. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I, what do you, it's kind of cheap to put one of those on a list like this. Yeah. Um, I don't count that one. No. Shame on you. Honestly. This one I've never heard of and just seems like a uh, 1992. You can't. The Lawnmower Man. You even heard of this one? Just, yeah, it was. It's a like an old VR. It, it, it's it. It's heavily when VR was like first a thing. So I'm sure you can imagine. 
Uh, I've never seen Lawnmower Man. I, I would like to. It looks terrifying, honestly. Yeah, I think that might be the Lawnmower Man. I hope not. I no, hope. I think the Lawnmower Man is a human. I think he mows lawns. Okay, nice. <laughs> and uh, I think this has something to do with like a VR world. It's got but, Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's the face that I always see. That weirdo right there. Uh, it's got Jesus. It does have Jesus, like a chrome Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you wouldn't have gotten stabbed if you had a... <laughs> chrome plating yeah <laughs> yeah maybe chrome plated abs um then number one of course uh, which is pretty topical uh the star wars special editions star wars special like the like the ewok like the oh yeah the the yeah the scenes with jabba added in and those are kind of bad yeah but i don't know number one I feel like they're most like the most popular whenever nerds start talking about CGI. Um, this is actually um bad, which I feel like that's all I've been saying too. But I, I don't know. I, I I'm one of those nerds that I would rather talk crap about Polar Express for five hours than to be like, because some for something like that, I'm like, ah, they're just trying to add new content. Yeah, it didn't work. So what, like. We we were all pissed about it then, I guess, but like now yeah. it's just a joke. It's just a meme. Like it just adds to the yeah. fandom. Like, um I think it's fair to make fun of Polar Express because it's like a weird, you know they tried really hard on a kid's movie, probably spent I don't know how many dollars on trying to mocap Tom Hanks as five different yeah, people. I, I, I just didn't know I could have that much hate for a kid's yeah. movie. Whereas like, you know, then then there are people who get mad at like one of the most successful film yeah, franchises yeah. in yeah history the polar express is actually um a pretty decent movie uh it actually looks pretty good but fuck star wars they just had two girls kiss yeah there was like you know they added a singing alien that sounded bad darth vader uh should not be right there that's all i'm gonna say I don't know the it, it's it sucks getting older kids because all this stuff that you like right now um people will hate when you yeah when you get older you realize that uh you're gonna realize that a lot of people a lot of that time probably just hated it yeah and uh it's gonna suck but that's okay don't hate it yeah um I don't think that Darth Vader does not feel like it felt whenever I was 15 and went to a movie theater so of course it's bad yeah <laughs> when i was a kid darth vader did this and it was cool now that i'm an adult he's doing cool things for other kids but i'm not finding them cool because i'm not a kid anymore why <laughs> why can't i think they're doing better at balancing yeah. that out now though but gosh i i kind of hate the star wars fandom a little bit hey most fans i'm starting to hate like the mcu fandom a little bit <sighs> I feel like the MCU fandom is like the exact opposite of the Star Wars fandom. MCU can do like no wrong. And see, that's what I hate about it because yeah. like, and I, I say that I hate these fandoms uh, knowing good and well that I'm part of both. Like, Yeah, uh, it's okay. I think self-reflection. All of the good Star Wars fans are self-aware about the Star Wars fandom just like all of the MCU fans are. Any fan, any person who is a part of some of a fandom is self-aware about the wrongdoings of yeah, that yeah. fandom yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> but the 
the MCU ever since, and I'm cutting back onto what we were saying earlier about like the um, some of those MCU, the newer MCU movies feeling like Spy Kids 3D. Yeah, I'm hoping that that might be because a lot of those were filmed during COVID and like early yeah. pandemic stuff. So like, I hate to use COVID as an excuse, but now that things have started to let up a little bit and we're not seeing, you know, it affecting as many people right now. Like it's, I feel like, and I mean, I hope I don't sound like a complete ass because I'm not really kept up with the news, but like I'm not really hearing about COVID anymore. I know it's yeah. still prevalent. I know it's still a thing and I know it's still something, something that we need to be careful about. But uh, I'm hoping that we've gotten on the start or you know, yeah. Hopefully, it's just not. There's so much worse shit going on that it's just not at the top of the list Thanks anymore. But that's usually of, how it goes. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column yeah. B. But I, I'm hoping that with the COVID restrictions and everything, that that's that that was the case for some of those movies that we've gotten in the past yeah. few years or so. Because like the Northman, I don't know. They probably still followed like you know COVID protocol, but Stranger Things looks pretty good. Well, yeah, that but that's. They pride themselves too on making sure that they want it to look good and not crappy. Like, oh that. yeah, because they waited for a long time. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marley should have just waited. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm hoping that it's something like that. But yeah, with the the MCU can definitely do wrong, and I definitely think, and I'm going to keep my thoughts private until we talk about it in like a specific episode. But like, some of this new shit Marvel's putting out, y'all, it's not that good. They're 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 worrying about doing things that they don't need to be putting so much effort into. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's all about these cool characters, like like doing, overcoming like a cool obstacle in a cool way that's like got layers to it. Yeah. And now it's just. Uh, do you remember this actor who played this comic book character in the nineties? Here they are in this film now. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Don't you not like not every that? movie needs to be uh, cameos all the time. Cameos are cool, but like, yeah, I think I think going you can't forward, get away from substance. Eventually, we're gonna look back and be like, man, No Way Home was the peak of cameos. That's where it. <laughs> that's where it all went wrong. I already think that. No, I I think I agree with you. It was it was the most hyped one, and it. I think it will be one of the only ones to really deliver like it promised it was going to. Part of me kind of wishes that they just just would have been Tom Holland. Everyone would have been upset, but then they nobody would be like, what the, "Now give me John Krasinski as yeah. now now get, bring back this guy now you got to do this guy now." And, and that's an, like open the door, and now it's. I was also looking forward to Multiverse of Madness because like. <laughs> I yeah I say that it shouldn't be like all cameos but like I look forward to the cameos like duh like that is cool but they just showed too they showed off too much in the trailers and and I, I liked Multiverse of Madness but like I, I just feel like I knew too much going in and I tried to to avoid everything but that that TV spot that released like a week before the movie came out that literally showed Professor X and like half the Illuminati I was like oh. Wow, yeah, yeah. but it's a TV spot, so I watched it not to it, not expecting to be like, oh yeah, 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 super spoiled by stuff, but like, it did. 
I think Kevin Feige was kind of mad about that too. Come on, Marvel. You need to get your snipers up to date on what people can and can't do. Yeah, for real. But yeah, I... <laughs> it's it's one of those things it's hard to complain about because with without like crazy practical effects, nothing would just ever feel real or genuine. But then again, without like crazy impressive like computer effects you really couldn't move forward in the media yeah. i mean okay but it's it's all it, whatever, whatever we say about it, it's all about doing it in the right way yeah i think we've kind of established this like you know as if you do cgi the right way it's cool it looks good if you do practical effects the right way it's cool and it looks good you know if you do either of those wrong it takes the viewer out what are some of your like favorite like in your mind what are things that you're like yeah I definitely have to do that C CGI and what are things that you're like you should do that practical any anytime I'm watching a horror movie and there's like fake blood mm -hmm. but like CG blood I, I see you see it a lot in like early 2000s horror movies mm -hmm. uh, what the heck <laughs> uh, even if you don't want to throw in to get like fake blood the least you could put red food coloring in water at least like do yeah. something like if if you're going so far as to wasting money to make cgi blood then you, you're probably just doing it wrong like that always pisses me off yeah as far as like something that like that's something that i think should not be cgi in any form yeah the the shining has a whole scene where blood comes out of a elevator and down a hallway and it's all practical like if they can do that you can yeah. you can put fake blood on somebody something that should probably be cgi i think anytime anytime you're dealing with like like large creatures of any sort hmm. maybe like like I think of the Nazgul. Yeah. I feel like it would be it would be hard to use practical effects or puppetry to make that seem as real or as like menacing as as it was CGI. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. Um and I, I like and I feel like some of these battle sequences in a lot of these movies I mean, I'm sure it would be just a lot harder and a lot less efficient to do it practical so some of that stuff i but then again like christopher nolan had cardboard cutouts of like silhouettes on the on dunkirk beach to make mm. it look full like there's always you know a way that you can do that get around yeah. you know but yeah my, i can't get my mind off of like large creatures yeah like, like any dragon movies or something like that it kind of be hard to do practical dragons um i think for me it's kind of I kind of go the opposite. I think, um, I think if you can, you should always try to build a set. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I know that some things are just impossible. You can't do it, and you have to do a, a green room for whatever reason. But I think that if you know, if it's a live action movie, try to find find or build a set. Like you're already gonna pay you know a hundred million dollars for whatever you know cgi yeah, to, to be render done. an image why not just take that money and invest it into a team of 
good builders and makers that can make you something that looks amazing. I agree. And like, as far as CGI goes, I really think that every, and it's pretty topical, I think that all, every gunshot should be CGI. Fair. That's, like, there's been, like, multiple times in the news, like, recently, I mean, not just the Alec Baldwin stuff, where, like, oh, yeah, somebody got shot because, uh, oh, we just, we just loaded a live round into, into our gun. Like, yeah, but that's... Gunshots. That's are also not that's hard user stupidity as well. Yeah, but like gunshots aren't hard to. I mean, if it's recreate. if it's just going to be that an extra step to be that much safer, I don't. Yeah, know. like that. That's my thing, like a safety thing, and then like I don't know, like anything that you just literally can't do practically, like you know, anything that's not going to yeah, look there, good. There's stuff that you won't be able to do practically but but see it's usually stuff like that that like is good cgi but it's the cgi stuff that could probably be done practically that's always bad yeah boom we just found it out we figured it all out but yeah i i I really do think that like gunshots at this point in time should all be cgi i know that like i think there's a thing like actors liking like having blanks and guns because they get like accurate recoil or something well i mean you're an actor <laughs> fair go shoot a gun a couple of times and then come back and be like okay this is how it works or just make a a movie gun that has recoil yeah that that would be totally doable i think just get a gun just get the the body of a gun and put put a light on the front and every time you pull the trigger it'll flash like muzzle flash and that'll give your your animators uh, a place to anchor you know muzzle flash when they're animating and they don't have to worry about yeah the light will move naturally with the gunfire if it has recoil in it so that'll help your animators out and help your actors out so they don't have to the walking dead had some bad cgi gunshots but it was also just bad acting on their part. Not every yeah. gunshot's going to send your arm flying back up like this. You know? That's true. <laughs> but every it did for everybody in the walking day. <laughs> we had to have a chat with some of the actors who were handling the the gun at Sweeney Todd. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're like that's not how a gun works. <laughs> yeah, that's take take a class, people. Nah, it's like thirty seconds of being like when you shoot your arm does that but i mean if you're in a movie of course you gotta take a take a class yeah and yeah it's crazy to think that they take classes just so they like because you gotta think some actors probably take a role where they've never touched a gun in their life yeah in the movie they have to look like they've held a gun for 30 years yeah interesting stuff let us know what some of your favorite movies are yeah, with CGI. a good cgi let us know what some of your favorite movies are with bad cgi yeah bad bad cgi can sometimes uh help a movie out i, I mean, think like so. you know it adds adds to the charm i think so as well and also while you're down there in the comments let us know why you also hate the polar express or love it i don't want to see those comments it's okay i'll i'll, I'll hide them <laughs> i want to go I'm gonna go into our Twitter and everything, and and mute any post that has the words <laughs> the no, not the the 
That's too broad. I wouldn't see anything. Just Polar Express. Yeah. And maybe Tom Hanks. <laughs> Come on now. I'll tell you, I'll, I got to tell you something about Tom Hanks after we record. Uh, I saw him yell at a man. I did see him yell at a man for, yeah, like bumping into his wife or something. He like, he dropped the F-bomb. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like... Close your eyes and you're like, Woody? <laughs> what? I don't know. I felt kind of weird about that one. I was like, the guy the guy was pretty apologetic. He didn't he didn't mean to walk into her. He, yeah. I, I do get that. Like, maybe it was a little... I, I don't know the situation. I, I just know that there are like people who are like, oh, Tom Hanks. and then Which I'm sure there would probably be people in paparazzi out there that would just like go up and, you know, put their hands on his wife or something. You know, That's true. there's some crazy people out there. That's true. But it, it looked way. like an accident. He kind of freaked out. And I was like, oh. He getting old. He's, he's getting old. He's kind of crotchety. Yeah. Oh, well. What can you do? Thank you all for tuning in again to another to another pursuit and this and this time we actually you know we came to a conclusion yeah the stuff that you could probably do practical you should and anything that you can't shouldn't be simple Pretty as simple. that yeah if only hollywood would listen to us it's all about the money 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 <laughs> continue to to like us on all the platforming sites that you listen to this on download episodes that you like Heck, even download episodes that you don't like so you can show them to people yeah. when you're offline and then tell them you, how much you don't like it. Yeah, if you download them, then you can uh, you can get more episodes that you might like. Exactly. Uh, continue to check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is at What's Your Theory. Sorry about that still. Instagram is Lone Mountain Productions. Uh, keep tuning in and listening to us. Absolutely. I... Uh, I hope everyone, this is kind of a little counter plug, but I hope everyone tune into the last episode of What's Your Theory, uh, The Old House Woods. That's a good uh, that one. That was a fun one. I liked it. It's kind of an all over the place. Uh, when you listen to that, think, would it be easier to make a movie about The Old House Woods practical or CGI? What what parts of would you have to CGI and what parts could you probably do in real life? Ghost ship would be tough. Ghost ship... 50 feet above the forest trees would be tough. It has to be practical. Has to No be. other way. <laughs> we'll get a helicopter up in there or something. Yeah, but yeah continue to listen and, and like and, and share the love. We really appreciate you all. Absolutely. Much love and keep watching. Stay after the credits. Yeah. Watch good stuff. And even watch bad stuff. Watch the Polar Express. Don't. <laughs>